Welcome back to Over the Border, episode 25, the quarter mark to get into triple digits. We're well on our way. I'm in a good mood tonight. Why? Because I'm not at work. I had a terrible week last week gambling, but that doesn't matter. Positive vibes only. But I'm here, as per usual, with the boys, Kyle and Ryan. Kyle, we'll start with you. How are you feeling tonight? Doing pretty good, as I mentioned uh, last episode. NHL playoffs are right around the corner. I think they're two weeks out. Very excited about that. I think it's going to be a super tight playoff race. There's a lot of teams that can win it this year. And even some first-round matchups are going to be very uh, tight. So I'm excited to watch that. And as I mentioned before as well, we got MLB back, stuff to watch during the day and bet on. And CPL is back as well. So I'm doing pretty well. And now it's time to change the vibe because in case you missed it, United lost 4-0. So Ryan, how are you feeling? I'm not even actually that mad. I'm more sad. The state of the club is just an absolute disgrace. I I told everyone before the game that Liverpool would win five nothing, so I was pretty fucking darn close. I Pugba faked an injury within ten minutes of going onto the pitch, so he can piss off. Paul Paul Pogba. No, absolute disgrace. Absolute disgrace from France. Absolute disgrace to take the badge off. Harry Maguire, worst captain I've seen in my life. Sell him, take the armband off. You know, we lost 9 nothing over two games this year against Liverpool. I, I, I'll just leave it at that. You know what, though? It's 420, so if you're out there smoking weed, I hope you're having a good day. Anyway, let's get into today's episode. Before we get into the episode, a quick recap of picks from last week. I went 3-2. and two. I'm now leading the pod at 49.5% overall, which isn't great. Uh, Ryan 0 and 3, 44 percent. Pick it up, kid. <laughs> Justin 2 and 5, and don't worry, he's got a million more MLB plays and a million NHL plays tonight. He's at 49.4 percent overall, 5 and 10 as a pod last week, and 48.2 percent overall. Let's get into coast to coast. I'm, I'm calling it right now. He's either going to be above 50 percent or coming towards me after this week. I just I have uh, a feeling. You didn't win an MLB play last week, is that correct? I'm, I'm talking to Justin. Oh, oh, I won two. Oh, five? No, oh. I had, I only had MLB plays last week, so I went two and oh, five. Okay. Not a big deal. Sorry. Not a big, not a big deal. But uh, two and six if you include my MLB lock of the week play. So, tough week, but we're going to bounce back. Bounce back. All right, let's kick off today's episode as per usual with Coast to Coast recapping news across Canadian sports. We'll start as per usual with the NHL and just quickly go through the records because, uh, again, not much is happening other than Big Cat basically putting a hex on Canadian teams on today's Pardon My Take. Shout out them. I know if uh, you're a listener of ours, uh, you might not have heard them of them before, but, uh, yeah, he bet uh, on the Leafs and the Flames to win the Cup, essentially saying that and the Cup the is Oilers as well. Did he? Well, there's still no yeah. Cups coming to Canada. Yeah, I was about to say no Cups on. coming to Canada. Um, the Canucks, they're 38, 28, and 11. Tough loss to the Sens last night. Kind of really killed their playoff hopes. The Oilers. Godette strikes back. Legend. With the shootout winner. Legend. Not allowing them to. Uh... Pick up the full two. Fuck to say it. I could be happier that the Suns won. What's the word to uh, 
figure out their own destiny. I forget what that saying is. Oh, I, I know Decide the one you're talking about. Decide their own destiny. Yeah, that. Can't do it anymore. Make. All right, good, good uh, talk. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say too. Whatever. Doesn't matter. The Oilers, they're looking like they're going to make the playoffs. They haven't officially clinched, but, you know, they're 44-26-6. The Flames, 47-20-10. The Jets, again, another team that looks like they're going to be on the outside looking in, 35-31-11. The Sens, never even had a sniff. They're 29-41-7. The Leafs, 51-20-6. They're hot. Um there's a note here. Matthews is dealing with an injury he has not had before per the team. So we'll see how that affects them. We'll get to that a little later when we get into our NHL picks. And then the Habs, as they have been all season, are bringing up the rear 20, 46, and 11. But let's keep things moving in a positive direction. The NLL God is back. Kyle, I'll throw it over to you. What do you have this week? Yeah, well, we're sitting 8-4. and four. Uh, overall got a winner last week we're sticking to one play again i think the playoffs are right around the corner i don't watch i just look at the standings every week basically and i'm seeing that the halifax thunderbirds have yet to punch their ticket to the playoffs but i think a win this week would allow them to punch their ticket they're playing the new york riptide who are out of the playoffs and it's basically a meaningless game for them so we're going to take halifax minus 1.5 at minus 110 I think they get the job done against uh, the Riptide. Halifax are a new team this year. they got a great fan base, and I think they get the job done, and hopefully they bring our record to 9-4 and four overall. Respect. But the only thing is, is you know, could be a pesky uh, – who would you say they're playing? Pesky uh, – New York Riptide. Pesky Riptide, you never know. <laughs> oh. Reminds me of the Sens. I just wanted to bring that up because the Sens are always pesky playing spoiler. Anyway, doesn't matter. Fuck what I'm saying. Ryan, you got an MLS play looking to bounce back. What do you have? <laughs> well, I, I caught this. It, I was looking at it late. And it caught my eye that the over two and a half was still at minus one, two, three for the Montreal Impact game. This team has been an over wagon. I kid you not, almost every game has finished 2-1 or 2-2. Two, two, and they're playing Philadelphia Union, which are one of the better teams in the MLS. So the Union could cover this on their own if you think. Like, Union could win 3 nothing. So my one MLS play, looking to get on the board in the MLS, Montreal Impact over two and a half, minus one, two, three. All right. What about the CPL? Who wants to take the reins here? Uh, I, 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 can, right. I can take it over here. Keep going then, Twig. Well, you know, unfortunately, there are no lines available, but we will be out tweeting them as there are tons of matchups this weekend. Some unfortunate news, though, in the Canadian uh, Premier League came out yesterday as the Golden Boot winner of last season, Jao Morelli for Halifax Wanderers, tore his ACL versus Atletico Ottawa last weekend and is out for the year. So that is a massive blow for the Wanderers as he is essentially their only player who puts the ball in the back of the net. And they play Pacific this weekend, and Pacific is a wagon. They have been for the last two years. We've been telling them, Kyle and I. So personally, watch out for a play with Pacific maybe including goals or something in that kind of range because Pacific are by far, I think, the best team in the CPL. I'm with Ryan. I'm going to be all over Pacific this weekend. I think they're going to be very big favorites, especially with the injury of Morelli for the Wanderers. But I'll probably be taking them even if they're at minus one. I think they're going to pound the Wanderers and probably something with goals too because they just seem to score a lot. 
I'm also a big fan of Forge this weekend. They're playing Edmonton, who's actually ahead of them in the standing, so I'm hoping that skews the line a little bit. But Forge is going to be playing at home. They won the league last year. They're a wagon as well. Pacific and Forge are the two teams. It's basically a two-horse race as far as I can tell this year, and I think uh, Forge is going to pound Edmonton. So look for uh, those plays on both of our Twitters this weekend. I'll be honest. I uh, At the beginning of the year, I wasn't sold on Ottawa, but watching and kind of seeing the stats and everything and talking to a few people on Twitter who have been to the games, I think Atletico Ottawa are going to shock people this year after being so one of the too. worst teams. I'm, I'm going to be taking them uh, this weekend. Year, They've uh, they've seemed to kind of figure it out. They've gone from zero to hero real quick within a season. And Justin, I just want to say they play at 3 p.m. at home on Saturday. Just going to put that out there. Who does uh, who does Ottawa play? Valour, as you like to call them. Valour from Winnipeg. They have an ins- they probably have the best goalie in the league, in my opinion. I think he- I think he was the keeper of the season. He's uh, a Montreal impact uh, loney. I might uh, I might be going to my cottage this weekend. I'll keep you posted. If I don't end up going, I'd actually be down to go get some beers and watch the fucking game. All right, let me know. All right. All right, well, let's transition here into the NHL. Kyle, we'll start with you. I see you've got some picks posted. What do you have? I got one play for tonight, uh, as in Wednesday, and then one pick for Thursday. Wednesday night, we're going to be taking Vegas minus one at plus 105 against Washington. Vegas is in a must-win, must-win situation. They might not even get in if they win out, but they really need to uh, basically win every single game and hope for some losses. I think they get the job done against Washington tonight, even though they've been terrible as of lately. But I think when they're this desperate, they're going to get the job done. So we'll take Vegas minus one. And then tomorrow, I'm going to be taking Tampa money line minus 110 against the Leafs. As Justin mentioned, Matthews is out right now with an injury. Obviously a huge part of their team. And also Tampa is still trying to gun for that second spot in the Atlantic, which the Leafs currently hold. They're eight points out. Um, It's unlikely that they're going to get it, but this would be a huge four-point win if they were able to get it done. And I think they're still going to be giving it all they can to try and get to the Leafs. Like Scotty from the Enterprise, they'll be giving her all she's got, Captain. Giving her all she's got. Anyway, Kyle teased it off the top of the show, but I've got four plays in the NHL this week. I'm taking the Devils, minus 130 against the Sabres. The Pens, minus 120 against the Bruins. Almost made that my lock of the week. Obviously, it's early to be tracking money, but the Bruins currently sit as public dogs. Um, And then I'm taking the Islanders, plus 110 against the Rangers. And I am tailing Kyle. I want to stress, I can't stress this enough. I didn't do any research into this game. I saw Kyle put it down, saw the Matthews injury, completely copied his pick. So let's fucking ride. So you're pulling what I usually do. Yes, I'm pulling a Ryan. So we'll see how it works out for me. Anyway, we've actually got a little bit of NFL news. Haven't talked about that in a few weeks. But Debo Samuel has requested a trade out of San Francisco. Kind of caught me off guard. I I meant to look into this before the show. I was talking to Joel of the listener pick segment. He's coming up a little later. But I was saying that, like, we were trying to figure out why. And Joel said, is he on the franchise take? And I'm pretty sure he's still on his rookie deal. So it's When I saw on Twitter, crazy. the main reason was that he didn't want to be running a hybrid of wide receiver and running back. He just wants to play wide receiver. And obviously in the San Francisco they offensive scheme, they had him going out of the backfield a lot. But uh, I saw on Twitter, too, briefly, 
couple of the possible landing spots he was interested in. Obviously, KC being one of them. That would be just be completely so unfair mad. if he went it, to You're just replacing Tyreek Hill at that point. Yeah, exactly. And then I also saw Packers, who they obviously need someone to replace uh, Devontae Adams. And there was another team, but I can't recall off the top of my head. But safe to say every team in the NFL was going to kick the tires know. because he's an absolute game changer. Now, is he going to be as effective if he's only playing running back? Because him coming out of the backfield was a big part of his game last season. But regardless, whoever gets him is going to be a huge help to their offense. Yeah, so I actually I read an article. Uh, I mean, I don't know how uh, how credible this article was. It was on the score. Um, I didn't see who wrote it, but um, it was five possible landing spots for Debo. Because you've got what what I guess everybody needs to consider is he's not a free agent, right? So there, people are going to have to give up at least one first rounder for him, is what I saw. And so the I saw the, in the article they mentioned the Chiefs, the Packers. Um, and then the Saints was a possible landing spot. Um, you know, they need wide receiver help, and they just picked up the extra draft capital f- for this year's draft from the Eagles. So they have a lot of draft capital to be able to move around to potentially get them. I also saw the Eagles um, are a potential landing spot. Again, same kind of deal. The Eagles have a ton of draft capital, so that's a possible landing spot. And then there was another team mentioned in the article, and I can't remember who it is. Kansas City, My, Green Bay, New Orleans, Philly, and can't remember. the last team's escaping me, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. My my first thoughts originally were Green Bay, just because I feel like Aaron wants another title and he would push for this. But then I was talking with people, and they kind of mentioned the idea how the 49ers wouldn't really want to trade him to another team in the NFC, as they would probably have to play more more likely. And then the Chiefs was the second team that came up to my mind because they have a ton of draft picks that they can trade. And why not? He's the perfect fit to replace Tyreek Hill. There is no one better. He is basically a copy-paste version. I just looked it up. The other team in the article were the New York Jets. So we'll see. It'll be really interesting to see. Could no keep chance us, he goes to the Jets. Could keep us no talking chance. about the uh, – I agree. It could keep – Clearly, they're the most forgettable team on the list. <laughs> Fuck the Jets. Uh, but, yeah, it'll keep us talking a little bit of NFL during the offseason. So it'll be interesting to track to see where he ends up. But let's move along. We don't want to beat a dead horse too much. Debo could be on his way out of San Francisco. Let's get into something current, something happening tonight. Kyle, the NBA playoffs are going on. What do you have in terms of picks this week? Well, last week I gave out Raptors series plus 150 against the 76ers. Obviously not going as planned whatsoever. Scotty Barnes got injured. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. was sick for game two, I think. They've been getting shelled. They're playing right now. Up I do think they get the win tonight um, at home. I'm hoping they turn this series around. I think Scotty might play game four. You know, if they win tonight, I think there's some value in sprinkling Raptors series again. I know I'm kind of beating a dead horse with that. But I think they make this a series. I'd be surprised if it goes less than six games. But I am giving out one play right now. Tomorrow night, Denver plus 1.5 against uh, the Warriors. Denver's at home. They've been kind of getting clapped by the Warriors as most expected. I think they do steal one at home. Jokic just needs to take over. I've got one more NBA play. We're going to have to wait for my lock of the week. All right. I'm not going to bore you guys. I'm not going to give a big intro. I've got a ton of MLB picks. Spray and pray, my friends. 
Coño. He's go giving. Giants plus 105 on the money line against the Mets. Guardians plus 120 on the money line against the so White Sox. Then I'm taking the Red Sox, who are currently getting shelled by the Jays at even against the Jays again tomorrow night. The Royals plus 105 against the Twins. The Nats minus 120 against the D-backs. Cardinals plus 110 against the Miami Marlins. Cubs minus 130 against the Pirates. Fuck the Pirates. They made me lose my lock of the week last week. I've got a vendetta out against them. Fuck you, Pittsburgh. Your baseball team sucks. You cucked me. Kyle, what do you have? That is clearly not an emotional pick. No, definitely not. Level-headed. Um, I've got three plays. I've got Giants money line plus 105 against the Mets. I like the pitching matchup there. I know the Mets have been handling the Giants really well so far, but I like them at a plus number tomorrow. Also got the Blue Jays against the Red Sox. Obviously, they're shelling them tonight, but I just think the Blue Jays have a much stronger lineup, and I like the pitching matchup as well. And then I have Orioles money line plus 100 against the Athletics. I think it's a big public fade spot. Public's going to be all over uh, the Athletics tomorrow, and uh, hoping the Orioles get it done. Ryan, what do you have? I got uh, I got four plays. I got Mariners Rangers over eight and a half at plus one hundred. I think this line will probably start moving into minus one ten, minus one fifteen range, and then it'll probably stay still. But both these teams can put up at least five or six runs, and with the pitchers of Hearn and Gonzalez tomorrow, could see a couple big flies. My second play is the Athletics money line. I'm fame Kyle here. Honestly. I don't like both teams here. It's just, in my mind, the Athletics are a better team than the Orioles. And if you can get them on minus one, two, two currently, take it. But overall, these are both AAA teams that shouldn't be in the MLB, haven't spent a dime. So overall this season, you'll probably see me fading both these teams a lot. And then my third play is Twins' first five tomorrow, money line. So if it's a tie game after five innings, it's a push. But Joel Ryan is an absolute stud this year. And I think Zach Granke, I think he's due for some regression. He's pitched well in the first couple starts with KC. But I think with the hard pass that the Twins have, I think he will regress and could catch the Twins out on an early lead. And then my fourth play, you'll have to wait because it's my lock of the week. All right. We had some more turnover in the listener pick segment, but let's get into it, Kyle. Take it away from here, buddy. After Ben's one-game winning streak with Johnny Hockey over 1.5 points, last week he had Cards first five. Unfortunately, they got shelled from what I remember. Uh, that ends his streak. But Below Keys got a big win on Angels Rangers over nine. So he's back again this week. And we also have Joel returning to the listener pick segment this week. Below Keys trying to make it two in a row. He's got the Avalanche against the Kraken over 6.5. That is tonight. And then Joel, tomorrow, fading me. He's taking Warriors' money line, minus 125, and that game's tomorrow. All right, let's get into the $100 bankroll challenge. To recap last week, Kyle went 2-1, lost $6.48. So overall, not too bad of a week. Ryan, can't say the same. 0-3, <laughs> lost $30 in the bankroll challenge. Kyle is has a bankroll of $88.17 remaining, and Ryan is sitting at forty forty five. Guys, Kyle, we'll start with you. What are you coming into this week taking? Well, I'm just going to pat myself on the back here. I'm 27 and 26, the only person above 500, and I think above 500 the entire time. So credit to me. 
But I've got two plays this week. The first one's for $10. It's going to be in the NBA, but it's my lock of the week. I'm pulling a twig here. You're going to have to wait for that <laughs> okay, one. Okay, okay. And then for my second play, I don't know where this game is, but we're probably it's, taking... It's, it's in Manchester. It's in Manchester. Okay, so we're going across the pond here. Yesterday, I learned the difference between a train and a boat. I wrote this song before that. Train on the water, boat on the track. Train on the water, boat on the track. Uh, UEFA Champions League. We got Man City double chance, <laughs> plus both teams to score minus 106 for five dollars. I think it's going to be an open game. Uh, both teams have a chance to win here. Obviously, Man City's got a hell of a lineup, and uh, Benzema on uh, is he on that team? I think he's on the team they're yes. playing, and uh, so I think he'll he'll net one for Real, and uh, I think Man City ultimately gets it done. I, I actually really like that play, especially when Benzema has missed two pens today. So he's going to be eager to find the back of the net. Yeah, I'm a uh, footy sharp. I, but I was just about to say, I got to credit you. You went 2-0 and on your EPL plays last week. I liked one of them so much, I actually tweeted it out on the Twigs locks. Brentford, both teams to score. So I got shout out to you for that one. Thank you. Thank you. You're a big um, help. Well, I wish I, I wish because uh, Kyle and I were talking today about the Man City game. And I said I was going to finish 2 nothing or 3 nothing. Finished three nothing, so I, w- I, I, I wish I would have done that. But now we're on to the bankroll challenge. What you guys have been waiting for? Terrible week last week, but it just means and it creates a better bounce back story. Our first play, of course, we're heading across the pond. This is going to be a belting game: Dortmund versus Bayern Munich over the weekend. Both by far the two best teams in Germany, and in the last five games against each other head-to-head and has gone over two and a half and both teams to score. Parlay that with Hellas Verona in Italy over one and a half. Historically, head-to-head versus Amporia, this has hit 92% in the last 25 games. So I'm just writing the stats on this one. And head-to-head, they've hit the last seven. So parlay those two minus one, two, two, five dollars. And then I saw this line, I think it was on bet three, six, five. It was either minus 120 or minus 125 for over two and a half in the Leicester and Aston Villa game this weekend. I gave it out as one of my lock of the weeks in the reverse fixture. It hit. So we're going to do it again, but unfortunately, that is not my lock of the week. And then I'm adding a third play, another $5 play, and it's going to be my lock of the week. I'm, pull, I'm pulling a typical twig, <laughs> adding the lock of the week. All right. Well, enough teasing, fellas. Let's get into everybody's favorite segment, the lock of the week. To recap last week, we don't need to talk about it. 0-3, reverse sweep, tough. But we're looking to bounce back. It's the theme of this podcast, the bounce back is incoming. Hopefully we can go 3-0 here. I'm riding with the A's minus 115 against the, or- oh, oh, the Orioles. It's a tough word or- to say, or- Justin. Or- yeah, they're both dumpster fire teams. But let's make some money, ball. Fade it, fade it. For my lock of the week, as I said, it's also a $10 play in the bankroll challenge. Going to the NBA, we're taking the T-Wolves plus 1.5 against the Grizzlies. First game at home for the T-Wolves. They got spanked last night against the Grizzlies. They lost by like 30. I think they bounced back. Credit Ryan. I think they bounced back big against the Grizzlies at home. I think they get the job done. Minnesota is going to be very fired up. Obviously, their history in the playoffs for across all their sports has been horrible. I think they're going to rally behind the team. 
when the T-Wolves won their play-in game, the building went absolutely nuts as if they won the championship. So it's going to be rocking. I think to get the job done, get the Grizzlies rattled, T-Wolves plus 1.5. Kyle, I, I just realized we have a Minnesota quake. Oh, I didn't even see that. We have a <laughs> Minnesota quake. You're thinking, wait, what? Over the pond? Minnesota? We're changing it up. Across the we Great Lakes. We are rocking. Lake. Pardon me? Across the Great Lakes. Across the Great Lakes, but actually we are heading to Kansas City, Missouri. We're Twins going train, train on the water. Train on the water, exactly. Twins money line, minus 132. Joel Ryan versus Zach Granke. Kind of talked about it in the MLB segment. I think Granke's due for some regression. Joel Ryan on the road this season has been an absolute stud. So I'm Ryan with the hot pitcher. I think the Twins bats again will get it done. Give me the Twins money line. Minnesota Quake, we are bouncing back. But before we end it, I just want to mention, I think a great second lock of the week would have been Arsenal versus Manchester United this weekend. I'm going to, I'm going to start thinking about Fane United as my lock of the week because clearly they lose all the freaking time. So I just want to put it out there. Down bad. Down so <laughs> bad. So bad. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at OverborderPod. And happy 420. Life's a gamble. Want to put the house on it.